This podcast is presented by SoCalREN, the Southern California Regional Energy Network. We're a collection of local governments that come together to promote energy efficiency programs for residents, businesses, and public agencies. Welcome to Re-Energizing Communities, your connection to conversations about energy efficiency that can help you influence change at home, at work, and in your community. Thanks so much for joining us. Today, our host, Julie Castro, welcomes John Zhao with the Los Virginis Municipal Water District. They'll discuss how Los Virginis is addressing water supply challenges, plus talk about how support from SoCalREN has helped the district become a trailblazer in saving energy. Let's listen in to learn more. John, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you tell us about your background and your path to joining Los Virginis Municipal Water District? I'm a licensed civil engineer in California. I've been with Los Virginis Municipal Water District for 17 years. Before that, I was with the city of Santa Maria on the Central Coast for 10 years. And before that, I was with the uh, County of Riverside Waste Management and the County of Sanitation Districts. So I've been in the public utility business for the last 32 years. The uh, Las Virginas Municipal Water District serves the city of Calabasas, Agora Hills, Westlake Village, City of Hidden Hills, and the unincorporated area of LA County up to the city of Malibu limits. So we serve about 122 square miles. However, our population is only about 75,000. Because we serve mostly within the Santa Monica Mountain, uh, we have a couple of challenges. So we provide potable water and to treat the wastewater. The first challenge is that when we have recycled water, especially during the winter time, we have to discharge that recycled water to the Malibu Creek. It is a very high profile discharge. We have to meet limits in the Malibu Creek. For example, the limits for nitrogen uh, is 10 times cleaner than the drinking water standards. So that's our challenge number one. Challenge number two is that Los Virginis is 100% depend on imported water because the Santa Monica Mountain is a volcanic formation. Uh, we don't have any local water. There's no groundwater. So 100% of our potable water is imported from the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California. When we had the three years drought, uh, we were forced to reduce usage by 73%. And that is unheard of in the water industry. So those are the two challenges that we're facing. Um, and do you anticipate that those challenges uh, might get more difficult in the coming years? With the last three years drought, uh, we discovered the weakness in our system. So we are working on a long-term project to address both the discharge to Malibu Creek and the long-term uh, drought issues. What we came up with is a Los Virginis Triampho. Uh, we have a joint power uh, authority with Triampho. So the project is called Los Virginis Triampho pure water project. We're taking the 
excess recycled water that our customer does not use in the wintertime when, when it rains, we're going to treat that recycled water into a portable water source, and we're going to discharge that through uh, advanced treatment, and we're going to store that into our 10,000 acre feet Los Virginis Reservoir. Once we store there in the summertime, instead of getting more water from Metropolitan Water District of Southern California, which is imported water, we can use the stored water from the Las Virginis Reservoir for drinking water during the summertime. We're hoping this will be part of the solution to address the discharge to Malibu Creek and also create some local waters and so we don't have to import as much. The pure water project is only 15% of our normal water supply. However, that 15% goes a long way uh, when you have a limited water supply during the drought years. Are there any other plans or any um, activities that the district has already taken to respond to the drought? 100% of our water is imported by the Metropolitan Water District. Uh, their two main sources of water is uh, state water project water and a Colorado River aqueduct water. Uh, because we're at the very western end of the metropolitan distribution systems, uh, there's some uh, distribution bottleneck where metropolitan is working with the western end of the um, member agencies, six agencies that to some degree, uh, their large portion of the imported waters depend on the state water project. Met distribution system cannot pump enough water from the Colorado River aqueduct to the western end of their system. So we're working with Met staff to beef up that system so that we have a diversified water resources. When state water project is in drought, Maybe we can depend on the Colorado River aqueduct system and vice versa and uh, supplement with the pure water project supply. Matt is also looking at some desalination as part of the portfolio of, of uh, stable water supply. The member agencies are working together to address the long-term water supply stability issues. Is the district providing any resources for the community to curb their end-use water consumption? Las Virginis was uh, one of the hardest hit agencies from the drought last two years. Our water supply has reduced by 73%. So the resources we provide to, uh, to our customers, uh, we kind of prepare for that. Many, many years ago, we have budget-based rate structure. And what that does is look at your total irrigation area and the type of uh, 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 plants that you have. We give you a budget uh, for efficient water use. As long as you stay within the budget, you pay the lowest rates. And if you exceed that budget, you pay progressively higher rates. So we have the system in place for many years to prepare our customer for the drought. Now, when the drought hit, we were only allocated enough water for indoor use, basically for health and safety of, uh, of uh, 
our customers. The outdoor water use was zero. That's not a total solution to ban outdoor use. Las Virgins was the first agency um, to, to declare a drought uh, among all the uh, member agencies within the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California. We were also the first agency to limit outdoor water use to uh, once a week. And also we have um, a water restrictor program. We um, put the water restrictor on the meter. It has a 116 to 216 inch of uh, openings uh, in your pipe. So only provide you uh, enough water for one uh, faucet to be running and it provides uh, opportunity for your shower and, and the flush toilet. It really provides a disincentive for people to ignore uh, our emergency water conservation measures. All these things um, work kind of in tension, but overall majority of our customers step up and met the challenges. We were able to live in uh, within the uh, limited supply given to us. And shifting gears here, how long has the district been enrolled in the Southern California Regional Energy Network? And what types of support have you received? Uh, SoCalREN was established in 2012-ish. We've been with SoCalREN ever since. We have support from all the way from planning, um, project conception, to design, implementation, and process rebate. So it's been a great partnership. We were able to convert all of our lights to LED lights. That's one of the first projects that, that we partnered with uh, SoCalRAM. And we were also able to replace our aging equipment. We have a aeration system at our water reclamation facility. We had uh, a roots blower that's dated back in the 60s and 70s, and the parts are hard to find. We were able to work with SoCalRAN, replace with a state-art uh, magnetic-driven blowers, and it reduced our energy consumption by 60%. With the initial cost, we get our money back uh, within five years and the overall 25-year lifespan, and we will realize $3.9 million in energy savings. So those are just a few examples. So it's a win-win-win for us. I'm looking forward to the SCADA uh, replacement. And think of this as industry-wide. Our SCADA system was 25, 30 years old. So we are working with SoCalRAM, updating our SCADA system at our Tapia Water Reclamation Facility. And, and you mentioned SCADA, just in case people aren't familiar, stands for um, Supervisory Control and Data Acquisition. Do you mind articulating a little bit more how these SCADA systems help you operate and and how they can help you conserve water or energy resources? Our TAPIA water reclamation plan runs 24-7-365. Uh, we only man the treatment plan, which has a staffing there, 
for only eight to nine hours a day. So the rest of the time, we use an industrial computer, which has a logic in place, we call SCADA, that controls the operation of the um, Tapia Water Reclamation Facility. It'll make adjustment when the flow increase, decrease, it'll know um, your treatment plan is up to par or send you alarm. That's what a SCADA does. It sort of take over the uh, hour to hour control and uh, the operator is just to make sure they address the alarms and uh, and uh, um, look over the SCADA, make sure it's it's operating correctly. Uh, now, how does SCADA can uh, help us to achieve the next phase of energy savings? We partner with Corolla Engineer and, uh, and also a, um, a Japanese company called Yokogawa. We tested uh, how efficient our Tapia water reclamation facility is operating with a SCADA, with a manual control from our operators, and we were able to determine they're operating the treatment plant at a 91% efficiency. We also um, see that with an updated SCADA system, we can implement um, artificial intelligence and the machine learning to further uh, reduce the energy uh, usage and increase the efficiency to about a 97 to 98%. So with the artificial intelligence and machine learning, we can achieve 24-hour efficiency, 365 days a year, uh, and also safeguard the treatment process as well. SCADA improvements bring that 20, 30-year-old technology up to date is very essential to go to the next phase of energy conservation. If you're talking to another district, what would you recommend as some low-hanging fruit for energy savings opportunities? Uh, you know, work with uh, um, uh, SoCalRAN, just like our experience. Uh, take a small bite, take most impactful, and to develop a culture of, of energy conservation, right? So we started with our LED lights because everybody can point to that. And, you know, this light's going to save 75% uh, of your energy use. Oh, by the way, you don't have to maintain those lights for 25 years. Develop the culture within your organization about water conservation, uh, about energy conservation. And then the next step I would be looking at aging equipment, see, see if there's the opportunity to have updated equipment, which you can't find the parts, but also make more efficient. So it kind of pay for itself. The next step is looking at your new construction. Can you uh, use the expertise that so-called REN has, incorporate that into your new construction? In the next five years, what projects or milestones do you hope that Las Virginas Municipal Water District will achieve? I'm hoping, you know, with the help of SoCal Ram, to continue the trajectory that we had for the last 10 years. Um, we were able to build uh, five megawatts of solar to offset some of our energy use. Uh, next five years, I'm hoping to deploy a floating solar uh, in the water of the our Las Virgins Reservoir to power the pure water project. I'm looking at probably seven megawatts of uh, floating solar. 
I'm also looking at try to revise pump operations. We're currently working with SoCal Rent looking at can we operate our pump more efficiently? We're also working on uh, our climate action and adaptation plan to see what else we can do um, from construction to employee commute to aging equipment to additional solars. And we are looking at uh, what are the most efficient technologies we can incorporate into our pure water project. That's uh, $264 million. And, uh, and uh, we think we're going to be the first one to construct and operating in Southern California. So we want to set up the standards uh, and uh, make sure we use the most efficient technology. Um, well, thank you for sharing all of these examples. And thank you so much for providing all of your insight and, and decades of experience, John. Really appreciate your time joining us today on Reenergizing Communities. Thanks for the opportunity. Remember that reducing your energy use today means securing a safer, more affordable, and sustainable tomorrow. For more information on energy efficiency opportunities that can help you save energy and money, visit SoCalREN.org or call 877-785-2237.